Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good Russell. Morning, Russell. Good morning, and we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the restful weekend. We thank you for the week gone by, for all the new things we have learned, for all the good that we have experienced out of your provision, Father. We thank you for your mercy upon our lives. We thank you for your grace that you pour over us. We thank you for the very fact that we are alive, that we are well, that we are safe. And we thank you, Lord, that we are here before you. You call us to be with you. And you are ever willing to shower your love in so many multiple ways. Many of which we even take for granted because we see it every single day. We want to thank you today, Father, for all those tiny little things in our life. Right from the very fact that we are alive to the air we breathe. The fact that our eyes are open to see. That our heart beats and never gets tired. We thank you, Father. We thank you for our well-being. We thank you for family. We thank you for friends. We thank you for the work of our hands. We thank you that you provide food on our table, Lord. And we thank you for the gift of your word. That very gift of salvation. Jesus dying for us. So that no matter the sins we committed there, he paid the price. He became a curse. He hung on that tree for us. We thank you, Father, that that was part of your plan. And your word says that you so loved us that you gave of everything that you have, you bankrupted heaven, and you still continue to give. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the peace, for the joy that you pour into our hearts, along with your mercy and with your love. That which helps us focus on our relationship with you and then release our prayer in the spirit when we are one in spirit with you. Knowing that that prayer comes in an, under an open heaven. And you, O oh Father, are ever willing to do that good for us. Because your word says that you will not give us a stone when we ask for bread. We thank you, Lord. We enter your gates with that gratitude in our hearts, with praise on our lips, Lord. We enter your courts with our praise with our thanksgiving and we look up to you as our father. We share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and with those that have no one to pray for them. We share it, Lord, with every Christian that does not know you personally, does not have that personal relationship with you. And with all those that do not want to know you and have willfully turned away. We ask that they might be quickened as well. That there is transformation and renewal in their hearts. And that they return like the prodigal son as well. Just like you called each of us, Father. <clears throat> so as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am who is ever faithful the one who always completes every good work that he has started in us, the one who is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who brought us salvation, and the one who continues to lead us in battle, the Lion of Judah, the rock or refuge on which our Christian experience is built, that foundation. And we pray in the name of his spirit, 
the spirit of Jesus through whom he worked his ministry. The breath of the Father who now gives life to our spirit. That same spirit who has made his tabernacle within our body. The one who quickens us and pours out the revelation of the Father. The one who makes Jesus real to us. The one who changes the times and seasons. The same spirit of victory. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. So that when these two components come together, we know that there is creation. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with that gift of prayer to legally authorize you to step into any circumstance, no matter how bad. You then take over and that battle becomes your battle and we become the reporter. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the angels of destiny. Help us to support us in all our challenges in life. That you bless men through men. We thank you, Lord, for all those provisions that you provide us in accordance with your riches and every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that you bless us with. That you are able to make every grace abound towards us that we shall be found lacking nothing. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection, a cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, and I cover Christians everywhere, Lord, by your precious blood, Jesus. We declare that as our hedge, our barricade in the spirit, protecting from every vile force of the enemy. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. And the biggest of that, Lord, is for us to receive your revelation. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. We command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption from any such kind of calamities in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Lord, we also speak success, we speak health, we speak safety, we speak abundance, and we speak dominion in every unfavorable circumstance that we may encounter this day in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. And I encourage each of you to speak into your mornings as well, specific to your circumstance. Command your morning. We also herald that power in our spoken word. By proclaiming your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it. When we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that gift of life, the power of life on our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 4 verse 7 says, For who makes you different? And what do you have that you didn't receive? Today, I'd like to reflect on receiving. 
And it all comes down to what you open yourself up to receive. What do you open and expose yourself to? Eve opened up her thoughts and imagination. to being influenced by the serpent. The Bible says in Genesis 3, verse 6, she saw that the fruit was good. She saw, she received it in her thought. That it was good for consumption, was something to be desired in order to be made wise. She received that fruit which in this case was the knowledge of good and evil because she ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What are you opening yourselves up to today to receive from? When you receive something from someone, you are giving them permission to bring it to you. Now, this sounds like an obvious thing. When you receive, it means someone is giving it, obviously. But the key here is you are giving them permission to give it to you. That permission is what I'd like to highlight. When you refuse to take it, you are refusing them permission. And in the spirit realm, it is all about permission. Satan cannot attack you without your permission. But what does he do? He gives. That is why that example of Eve is given up front in the Bible. It is also clear in Job 1 from verse 10 to 12. Where he couldn't attack Job because of no permission. And then God had to permit him and let that hedge of protection down so that he could then attack. Likewise, God also needs our permission to bless us. He cannot bless us. He cannot intervene in our circumstance if we do not authorize it. That authorization is your prayer. It is us receiving a prayer made that authorizes God to legally step in. That prayer could be made by you yourself or by someone else and you receive it. Now, there are multiple ways in which we receive. The most common one is through the eyes, sight. In Genesis 13 verse 15, God said to Abraham, all the land that you see, all that you can see, I will give to you and your offspring. He received it as an inheritance, just by seeing, he received. Sight is involved here. The second most common one is by ears. Prayer is one form of it that you receive when you hear it. You can also receive curses in the same way. And Romans 10 verse 17 says, faith also comes through Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So hearing is involved in receiving. And these kinds of receiving are receiving in the spirit. You're not merely physically receiving it. Often we think the untrained eye would say, I just saw something. 
and they didn't think that they received anything. And yet, the Bible says here, it is possible to receive just by seeing. The eye is the light of the body, the doorway to the body, is what the Bible says. We can also receive through our actions, which is physical. When you physically accept something. One Corinthians 2 verse 14 says, The natural man doesn't receive things of God's spirit. For they are foolishness to him and he cannot know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. Now that receiving in the spirit, if we do not have that enlightenment to see it, we can very easily miss it. It can go past by us. That glory walks past and you will not even notice it. That's what this verse is describing. The natural man who is not spiritually enlightened to see, to receive. Satan's deceptions can also be received in the flesh, but still affect outcomes in the spirit. Because it causes the flesh to sin. And whatever action the flesh takes there in sin affects blessings and curses. Curses can be activated by that fleshly action in the physical. All of these touch points, therefore, whereby we receive something, especially in the spirit, are like doors. You open a door and you receive something or you can shut the door and keep what is in, stays in, what is out, you keep it out. And that's essentially what we really are getting to. All receiving in the spirit, you can look at it in the form of doors. Where you find there is you as one person and there is a friend and the friend can be blessed with something from someone and yet that same someone might be your relative and does not bless you. And you wonder what wrong did I do? Does he not see me? Does he not know that I am his relative? And yet when you look at it spiritually, it could be like there was one that had a door that was opened there and yet for you the door was shut. There is no physical visibility of that door. But spiritually, it kept that person outside and away from entering into your circumstance. It is important for us to understand this. You can open or shut doors in your life to permit something or to prevent it. Doors can lead to God's blessings and favor. Or they can lead to desire that causes or ends up in sin. When you recognize what is coming through that door you opened, then it is up to you to manage it. We have seen yesterday that desire can be like a pregnancy that grows into sin if it goes unchecked. Same way when certain temptations come. For example, when a man sees a beautiful woman, if he holds on to that thought for long, then he could be opening the door for lust to enter in. He has the free will to shut it, to shut that door and keep lust from entering in. But what you do with that doors 
is what decides the outcome and that is up to each of us. Which is why that discernment and understanding of the word is important. If you cannot tell the difference between good and bad, then anything will enter through that door unchecked. Some people receive messages in their soul. Now the soul is overlapping interface between the spirit and the body, between the flesh and the spirit. They receive messages. They hear things. And if they are not deeply rooted in the word, not verifying or checking that against the word, what they have heard, then they cannot tell if that word is from God or if it is from the evil one. It all seems the same and they often tend to think that every word is coming from God. So they can't control what enters through that door. The only way you can control or filter is when you have that discernment and you link it back to the word. When you can't control it, then anything and everything will enter and it will look like it is from God. Are you seeing why it is important? Why being connected to the word of God is important for us to discern what is coming through that door? Because the handle to it, to open or shut it, sits with you. God will not open and shut that door for you. He gives you a, a choice and he honors and respects your free will. Tomorrow we shall continue further on doors and we shall reflect on some of the doors then to monitor in our lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us gain that understanding of the doors that we hold control to. And the things that we are letting into our life and the ones that we can keep out. And many of us, Lord, we leave our doors permanently open and then wonder why am I continuously being bashed with all kinds of dangers and calamities. Help us, Lord, to see those open doors in our lives and to shut the ones that are allowing any such force of wickedness to enter. We ask for that discernment, that grace upon our lives, Lord. Let that part of your word stand out to us and reveal your direction to us, Father. We ask for that edification in our spirit today. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. We pray for all families that are embattled facing any kind of division and separation. We pray in a special way for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, ignorance of your word that has led us to leave these doors open, lack of discernment, and busyness, and poverty, Lord, that keep us busy and away from you, disconnected, from that relationship so that there is no power flowing through our lives. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other, Believing that what we have asked that the Father will do for us in the name of Jesus, 
in that prayer of agreement. We release our faith now, Lord, knowing that your Holy Spirit also prays with us on our behalf and advocates for us when we are one with him in the Spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
The words that were put on my heart today while we were praying in tongues. Be wary, my children, of wolves in sheep's clothing. The scripture I've been given is from 1 John 4, 1 to 3, testing the spirits. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are of God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit which confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit which does not confess Jesus is not of God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, of which you heard that he was coming, and now it is in the world already. 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Hosea 14, verse 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Who is wise? Let them realize these things. Who is discerning? Let them understand. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's reflections, our daily rosary and divine mercy prayer sessions, as well as uh, the Friday Bible teaching sessions, please share those with your family and friends. Share links for them to join live, but they can also go back to our recordings, which are stored on our YouTube page, on our Spotify podcast, and they're also posted on our Facebook page. Give it as a gift. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Russell.